You're listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories, and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton. And tonight's episode is sponsored by Mango Jewel Pods, the choice of family-abandoning fathers everywhere. Mango Jewel Pods, (laughs) when you need to escape, reach for the pod. (laughs) And uh, tonight's a special occasion. We're on our 15th episode, our quinceanera, if you will. And in honor of our quinceanera, I've invited two highly talented young ladies who recently celebrated their 15th birthdays. Uh, first, she's beauty and she's grace, a do-gooder with nothing but A-pluses on the report card, Kyle Sandin. Bees are vomitrocious. <laughs> <laughs> oh! And the lady who dresses in all black and has a weird fascination with penguins, but we're pretty sure she'll turn out all right in the end. This is just a phase, etc. Brooks Nickel. Uh, yeah, mine was weird, huh? <laughs> without, without penguins, life would be devoid of happiness. Oh. <laughs> Three people would like that if you posted it to Facebook right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Just don't understand, uh, bomb. Oh man. Kyle is on vacation this week. He is joining us from beautiful Florida, visiting some family out yes. there. Yes. Sipping on some rum, smoking a cigar. He's sitting That's outside right. and it's fourth of July ish. And so there will probably be fireworks in the background. It's, Enjoy that. It's Panama City Beach, so maybe gunshots too. There's no telling. Oh, gunshots. Fireworks. Shout out, Shout out to uh, Panama City Beach. If, if you don't have herpes and want it, <laughs> Panama City. Um, oh, and, shit. I, uh, the redneck review. <laughs> yeah. Panama City, Fred. enjoy the beach and watch for needles. <laughs> Only during, well, I say during spring break. No, that's all year round. No. <laughs> oh, man. We'll get started um, this week. Apex Legends, uh, regular in our rotation, started their Season 2 bit of content on the 2nd of July, and their new content features a new hero, Watson, who's a defensive character. They made some map changes, a few mm-hmm. weapon uh, changes, and they some improved Some shit fell the... down where it was standing up before. <laughs> That's the bulk of the map changes, and they're two <laughs> gigantic... Loch Ness monster-looking things. Yeah, things was in the water during season one, and now they're on the land. Yep, they're just towering over you. I don't think they really add anything to the map. They make some weird fucking noises, though. That's cool. Distracting. The Jurassic Park feel to it. Their their cosmetics and everything in this season's battle pass is is much improved. Um, Still, I don't think it's like on par with. You know, I always think Fortnite does a pretty good job of that, or Rocket League. I don't think it's quite to that level, but uh, much better than their first season. Uh, Brooks and I had the unique pleasure of playing a few rounds of it today. Yeah, did you tell me one? Haven't <laughs> <laughs> and, and got to that yet. No, yeah. we won, motherfuckers. Bricks, Bricks carried my white ass to the to the finish line. I sure did. I had one more kill than you. Really? Oh, <laughs> 
But some of the, uh, they added a couple different spots on the map. We dropped at one that was kind of like a a real simplified version of like the construction site on Call of Duty Blackouts map. Um, And it was okay. I didn't think Mm. it was like a particularly unique area. Um, It did have a lot of verticality. And I think, you know, if other, an opposing team had landed there, I might have more to say about it, but it's kind of hard to gauge like how the firefights would play out when we didn't really have to deal with that. Almost got that new weapon. Got killed. Yeah. We we fought yeah. somebody with it, but we didn't didn't get to pick it up. And the L Star is back, is in Titanfall. Um and I think it's I wish just you could at least oh, really? try it out. Like, I wish you could load into training. Maybe it's in the training now. Yeah, I'm not sure. What, what was the L Star? I don't remember that from Titanfall. It was I'm pretty sure it was in the first game. It was definitely in the second game, so maybe it was new to that one. But it uh, I played both. it's like an auto rifle or like maybe they classified it as an LMG, I can't remember. It feels more like an auto analogy, but okay. uh, crazy rapid huh. fire um, kind of shoots this red energy beams, which are notoriously more dangerous than blue or green energy beams. I w- absolutely. absolutely. Can you combine these beams? You don't want to yeah, cross Kyle, the beams. You want to end the universe. Yeah. Don't cross the beams. <laughs> don't cross the beams, buddy. <laughs> but what if? <laughs> You're just gonna ask that to every position in that. Uh, you get an awkward, awkward, uh, awkward sixth grade year. From yeah. my experiences. <laughs> I thought it was uh, decent changes. I I still think um, most people would prefer them to just make a new map versus uh, making slight changes to the existing map because I I don't think those were crazy unique or all that interesting from what we saw. Um, yeah, I don't but, think there's enough to that map to make it I agree. You know, make changes that are that interesting. It's yeah. just, it's a good map. Don't get me wrong. They just, it's time to, yeah. Like you said, you gotta add, you gotta add another map. So I, I hope that they, they do that. I'm still holding out hope. I hope it's not just a, that's the whole game from now on is this one map, but you know, yeah. how they're Watson seems, seems kind of the way. Watson does seem good. Um, she drops her, with her ultimate ability. Games, I think. Yeah, her ultimate yeah, ability okay. is like a shield thing that prevents explosives from coming in. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think what that's called. Uh, I, I a can't shield. We can call it a shield. I was trying to think of like the Call of Duty crap that you throw. And that oh, it's like a trophy system. Trophy like a trophy system. system. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like a trophy system, but it also heals your uh, armor while you're in it. Correct. Um, and then you can set kind of these electrifying traps that uh, kind of lock enemies and I, I think do quite a bit of damage to their armor. Yeah, um, you like build an electric fence. It's kind of cool. I think it's four mm. or five stakes you put down and they kind of interconnect. Yeah, yeah but cool. she seems decent. I, I think uh, I liked her more than I anticipated. Probably my favorite of the characters that are classified as defense um, in the game. I thought it's I thought she was pretty cool. I thought just to touch back on the battle pass. Um, uh-huh. I enjoyed the fact that they have dailies now. Oh so yes, good three or four daily challenges um, that help you get points towards tearing up through that battle pass. I think that'll make it feel like there's at least a way to move through a little bit faster, other than just That's good. continuously yeah. playing matches. That last one was ugh, terrible. Yeah. yeah, but no. Speaking of passes. Uh, Eight new games coming to Game Pass this month. Hey. Plus, uh, we have a Gears of Five uh, versus multiplayer tech 
test coming as well. Uh, so some pretty exciting things to look forward to there. Um, July 4th, you're going to get Middle Earth Shadow of War. Uh, I don't feel like that one needs a lot of explanation. Everybody should I'm be pretty familiar it. with those games. Um, yeah, so explain it at you... length real quick. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Explain it at length. <laughs> so I've never played those games. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I do want to say, like, if you haven't played that one... It is worth checking out, uh, particularly if you never played the first one too, because I, I think um, Shadow of War does what the the cool thing about those games. It does it even better in the first one, which is you have kind of this tiered system where you're taking out like lieutenants and you work your way up to kind of this boss. And, and Assassin's Creed aped it in a bit of a way in Odyssey. But the thing that's really neat about Shadow of War is when you fight these guys and you beat them in a battle or whatever, sometimes they come back. And they'll be scarred from the fight and stuff. Yeah, and, and their titles will change. The, their titles will change, and the, they they can move up the ranks when you kill somebody in a higher rank or something. Yeah, it's and great. It's, it's a great these, system. Yeah, cool voice lines referencing previous fights that you had with them, or if they killed you, they'll mention that, or you know whatever. And so it kind of adds a neat little ongoing kind of story that you feel like you have complete control of. And then once you kind of wipe out a tier or whatever, you can start placing your own troops in there and you create your own stronghold and have a hierarchy of troops to try to hold an area. And so anyway, I think it's a, it's a lot of fun. It, the end of it got kind of grindy. I, I feel like they were going to try to fix some of that. I don't know if they ever did. Um, well, it's, it's common. The main story is repetitive as well. Yeah. So it, 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 it can feel grindy for sure. Yeah. But that, that system in it is so cool. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Well, that was uh, lengthy. Yeah, it was all right. You could have went some more details. <laughs> um, but no, July 4th. Uh, so today, tomorrow, but today when you're listening to this, uh, also my time at Portia, 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 at something like that, uh, which seems like a pretty cool game. Uh, it has a building element to it, but it feels a lot like uh, Stardew Valley um, or something like that, where you are, you know, your, your goal is to build stuff in and move up the ranks in that capacity. And you're finding different uh, components and different minerals and stuff like that. And you're talking to different townsfolks and uh, it's pretty extensive in the dialogue and, and give gifts and foster relationships and go to different places and stuff. So pretty expansive little role-playing game. Um, very, very much reminded me of Stardew Valley. Uh, so something you might check out if you're, if you're into those. Uh, the next one on the list for July 4th is one, that I think is a fantastic game. Uh, if you want to play something just super wacky, uh, but really, really strong RPG, um, Undertale. So check that one out as well. You guys ever played it? Looked at it? I haven't played that Not. one. I, I understand it kind of bends the conventions of gaming, though, right? Like it kind of turns a lot of tropes on its head and how you're going through it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, it does, um, and it, it's one that's kind of yeah. It's it's one that's kind of hard to discuss without. It's better. I I would just say go play it. At least check it out. Um, once yeah. on Game Pass, play the first 30, 40 minutes of it and see if it uh, picks at you at all. Um, sure. But then July eleventh, uh, you'll get Blazing Chrome, which uh, is very reminiscent of like a Metal Slug type side scroller, cool. uh, where you're shooting. Um, looks like it has some local co op. Uh, I didn't look to see if it had any online co-op or not. 
uh, but kind of just a platformer um, along with Dead Rising 4, uh, which I believe wasn't Dead Rising 4. Didn't that release with the Xbox One? Uh, three, yeah, did. I think so. Oh, it was three. Okay. It was three. Yeah. Okay, cool. I may not have played four. Um, but, four, you know, I haven't played I four. Think... Three, three, I thought was pretty neat just in how it looked and like the the scale of it. And four, I think, kind of scaled things back down a little. Um, I mean, I think the graphics look a little sharper and stuff like that, but um, it brought back the original character from the first game. And yeah. um, honestly, What's like, I, all I really know, I can't Frame. remember. Madden or something like that, but it it uh, I don't know I don't think that's right at all. But anyways, yeah, Capcom wasn't super thrilled with how it sold and stuff, and I I think they decided that they didn't really want to make exclusives or something with Xbox anymore. I don't know. There was a lot of weirdness after that game came out because they they weren't thrilled with how it. Yeah, came. but well, Capcom I mean hasn't had anything in a while. It's been any good, you know. <sighs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I so, have to agree on that. Uh, next up, uh, Lego City Undercover, also July 11th. So it's a Lego game. Fuck yeah! Uh, hey. and then Time Spinner, which is another Metroidvania type game. Uh, with didn't seem to have a lot of time bending components in it, other than you kind of freeze stuff to you freeze enemies to use them as sections of the platform, so you can get to different places. And then I think there's an alternate version of the maps that you run through, but I think there's only like one. Uh, the time stuff does seem to come into play as far as like different endings, uh, but it seemed pretty neat. Um, again, just kind of one of those Metroidvania side scrollers. Uh, nothing really crazy new that I think is a game changer or anything like that. But then again, I don't even know when this game came out. So, <laughs> but it's free. Check it out. Uh, the last one is Unavowed, which was the least interesting one to me on the list. It is a point-and-click adventure-type game. Okay. Um, and it seemed to be yeah, set yeah, in yeah. New York City. Uh, you play a, a character that's possessed by a demon. You can pick, I think, one of three careers that you have done before the story takes place. It affects the game a little bit. Um, and then you, I don't know, you wake up and somebody's talking to you and they tell you there's a secret group of people that are the uh, unavowed and they fight demons and crime and stuff. And you go through this long point and click adventure. So if you're into those games, I've heard it's a very good one um, from people that have done some very good ones. Uh, I just am not, but yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Um, and then you that know, game's free, some... huh? Yeah, it's free. Wow. On game pass. On Game Pass, Son yeah. Son of a bitch. Which you can get your first month of for a dollar. That's right, a dollar. What if I already did the dollar? <laughs> honestly, I'm able it. to do it again. Um, <laughs> I Because they, they changed it because it's like the Game Pass Ultimate deal or whatever now. Oh, um, that's right. It let me do it for a dollar because like, I had been paying you know, for Game Pass and then Xbox Live separately. And then whenever they bundled it, it let me start my first month for a buck. Oh. So, um, cool. Yeah, you might be able to. I think it's worth trying. Um, yeah, cool. Those sound like some good games. Yeah, yeah, I'm, pretty exciting. Uh, you know, not the not the strongest month they've done, but uh, yeah, you know, not bad. I'm still just impressed with the way that they consistently trickle those out month to month and, yes. and keep that library refreshed. It's it's worth it. It's worth the the charge. 
Um, yeah. And I, it's always awesome job. to me when they put out new games on it. You know, being able to play Outer Wilds on it, Void Bastards on it, both of those were fun, uh, cool to experience, and, and games I probably wouldn't have played otherwise. Yeah. And then the, oh, what was it? Something Chrome. It's coming out this month. Oh, yeah. The, uh, fuck. Uh, Blazing Chrome. Flaming. Slinging Chrome. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited to try that one too because I always like those kind of like platformer shooter type games. Those are fun. So, um, Chop Shop Simulator. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Goodness gracious. Yeah. So check them out. Um, It's going to be cool. Uh, Really cool. You know what's not cool though? Fist fights. Violence isn't the answer ever. Which takes us into our next here, here headline that Kyle's gonna Kyle's gonna introduce us to here. Um, Violence yeah. is the answer if the question is what is it called when like two people are physically aggressive toward one another? Then the answer is violence, I would say. So I I mean, know, never say it's... never. <clears throat> Anyways, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, for was, we were rudely interrupted. For, yeah, for Jesus. Uh, so. Fighting games esports event community effort or Orlando plagued with real world fights. <laughs> yeah, apparently they haven't been real world uh, fight on this podcast, motherfucker. Apparently they haven't read Microsoft's new guidelines for trash talking. <laughs> they just went after it. Did it get out of hand? Yeah, apparently this is from Kotaku. Another good article from them. A Mortal Kombat match ended with a 16-year-old kid yelling into a much smaller man, just (laughs) yelling at his face, and they both exchanged fingers. Now, Kyle, did they cut (laughs) fingers off their hands and send them home with each other and get wrapped boxes? They they were probably about to before it got interrupted. Was there (laughs) polish? What finger did they change? The middle one, of course. You got to get the classic one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always like to hit someone with a with a pick a finger, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. classy. I always like to flip the yeah. bird and then say, "Take a ride on this." I always think that that adds something to it. But, uh, yeah, apparently, that went down, and then a uh, a smash match resulted in the winning player picking up his chair and slamming it into the stage. I guess he did that <laughs> multiple times. Well, I, got so I, can get, I can get that one. You're just yeah, you, the floor at that just, point. I've done that. He's pumped, bro. Yeah. He drank like seven monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Come, my name's Kyle. Of course I get it. Oh, the monsters. Kyle was this guy a, a Jigglypuff man main? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> Probably. Probably so. That or Pikachu. <laughs> Seems like something a Jigglypuff main would do. Yeah. Yeah. I what the guy last the but Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that it, I love that it had to explain that in these like fighting game esports competitions, that these type of outbursts are like expected and they're called popping off and like putting oh. you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Off. Yeah, it was popping. You know, it sounded it sounded like a fifty six year old like white oh, balding man trying to describe this new fad. They're <laughs> the changing up again. The teens then threw kids... down their controllers and started popping off at one another. It was a scene of sheer carnage, I tell you. Yeah, that's right. Just like that. One yelled, you have no aim. It's potato aim, bro. And the other said, insert racial slur here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
<laughs> but then yeah, yeah, there was one more, and uh, this one had punches thrown. Oh, yo! Yeah. So got rowdy. It must have been monsters all over the place. They must have had a tent out there or something. Yeah, handing them out. Oh yeah, they give that <laughs> shit away for free. Do you think, like, at the registration table, it was like, you know, the lady who's running it, this guy would come up and be like, yeah, my name's Kyle. She's like, oh, okay. Checks it, and the next guy in the line's like, my name's we, Kyle. Da, 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 da. Oh, we, okay. We have, <laughs> we have, we have a questionnaire for people. <laughs> Can you fill out this insurance form and non-liability <laughs> agreement? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was like that. Do you drink in an average week? <laughs> yeah. Do you mind wrapping your fist in bubble wrap, sir, before you and everything? Uh, How many pop-offs do you have? And then uh, to what intensity are your pop-offs? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, it's, it's fucking stupid. Some of us, yeah, this is ridiculous. Uh, Freaking shit. Game. Uh, Child is crap. Gracious. Well, speaking, speaking of popping off, uh, it wouldn't be a what's in the box episode without our usual bout of Destiny 2 Lady Tourette's. <laughs> Again, the game that never dies. You'll hear about yep. it for years and years to come. Josh, why don't you tell us what the fuck Destiny 2 is doing now? Yeah. Um, they've kept, you know, players pretty busy. I, I think one thing that I'm that's glad an that we do on this podcast. That's a fucking understatement. Yes, yeah. I think one thing I like that we do is a lot of gaming podcasts, you know, they'll focus on what's new, which is obviously very important and you need to do that. But, you know, so many live service games in the mix right now that are constantly improving or adding additional content. And I, I'm glad that we we try to like cover mm-hmm. those things. And and Destiny's one in particular that's done an exceptional job of late um, with that. And and their new exotic hand cannon for the Lumina Quest came out on Tuesday. And it is the first support weapon they've ever added to the game. And so uh, how it works is every time you uh, get a kill, this kind of white orb floats to you. And then if you like hip fire around toward a teammate, it like sends this uh, buff to that teammate that heals them and gives them a damage boost for 10 seconds. And uh, interesting. Yeah, in, in in PVE, I think it gives like a 35% damage boost. In PvP, it's uh, approximately 20%. And so um, it's really cool. It's, it's well, it, I don't think it's going to be like a real meta weapon. I think you might see some decent teams run it in competitive, um, but I don't see it being like a real standard of quick play because, honestly, it is... It doesn't hit as hard as most of the other 150s. Um, gotcha. 150 RPM hand cannons. It's one of the hand cannon archetypes. That's like way too much detail for this fucking podcast. But um, it is not as lethal as a lot of the favorite guns in that game. And so it's it really is a support weapon in that the advantage of it all comes from being able to get those buffs and pass them off to teammates. Um, and the quest, I want to say, like it was, it was probably like a three to four hour quest. Um, and what I really liked about it, and there, there certainly were kind of grindy elements to it, but every activity it had you doing, you were basically supporting other players. 
So it was like there are a couple different steps where you have to generate orbs and then there are activities where you're playing with other people that you have to do and run certain things. Um, and I thought that was kind of a neat change of pace from a lot of their exotic quests because it was like one of the steps is kill an invader in Gambit before he kills anybody on your team. And um, like stuff like that, having it completely team focused was was really neat, I thought, for a support weapon. And, and ultimately, it's not, not a very difficult exotic quest. There's some that are exceptionally hard. Um, and it pairs really well with one of the Warlock subclasses. Um, so if you're running Warlock on the game, I would definitely get it because it'll have some added benefit to you on, on that. I was about to say, but, if they keep adding crap like this, and they need to put a catch-up thing in because I've got so many damn exotic quests just stacking up, and this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they've they've done so many in the last six months. So for for like you guys who are, who are really starting to play, you know, right now, <laughs> I mean, I, I can see it being super overwhelming. I I think I kind of did mine in a much more piecemeal fashion, so I didn't feel like I was quite underwater. But um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of like the you know, Destiny had like a content drought problem forever, and now their problem is there's kind of all these exit ramps for players because there's so much fucking content that it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do, where to go next, or I feel overwhelmed, and I think I've just done, you know, like like that in, ends That's up That's how I feel 90% of the time. I look at the yeah. quests I have, and I'm like, well, fuck it, let's play some PvP. Yeah. I'm doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. It's um, just a lot, but but yeah, I, I'm 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 excited. I think this is like their first real step into RPG territory. Like, um, I, I guess not really their first step, but it, it it really adds a mechanic that the game hasn't seen before. Um, and I'm curious where they take it next. And it's had me like I texted Bricks today about like an idea for like a loadout and pairing it with different stuff. Just because like because of this weapon quest and how this weapon functions. Now I'm thinking in my head like. Oh, what kind of things could you really blend together to do like really wacky PvP builds and stuff that would and I had never really thought of the game like that. It was always like, what's my favorite hand cannon or what's my favorite this time? Yeah, gun? no, I'm for sure on that. And um it, it just has me approaching the game differently and wanting to try a lot of different combinations of gear. So I think it's cool. I think it's worth checking out. Uh the gun is probably the coolest looking gun they've ever made. That part is, I mean, it's super sexy. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it looks kind of like a like a purified thorn, and it's got like I don't know. It looks kind of like floral, and then it's got little thorns sticking out of the side of it and stuff. It it just looks really cool. Yeah, it um, does for sure. But anyway, super good. Check that out if you're if you're still playing Destiny, and I'll toss it over to you, Brooks, for uh, yeah, speaking something of Destiny, a little little heavier. <laughs> speaking of Destiny, this wouldn't be the first group. Uh, who thought their destiny was to see a Europe devoid of <laughs> minorities, yeah. oh my women, God. and gender roles? Uh, <laughs> highly successful Mordal. Is that how you say Mordhau. that? Mord, Mordhau. Mordhau. Yep. Mordhau. Mordhau. Uh, PC game where you fight as uh, medieval filing rank soldiers. Um, confuses players with wonky gender and minority options, is the headline here. Like, confused. <laughs> uh, uh, so this article is from Polygon. Um, <laughs> the gist of it seemed to be that that people, um, pl- fans of the game, were complaining uh, because they didn't feel that there would be minorities and women fighting in medieval Europe, and 
which is fucking stupid. It's a game. It's so dumb. It's a video game. Yeah, Who cares? Yeah. And, and so and like the response yeah, to me is what was worse. Yeah, it was it was pretty well along the lines that um they said that they may put a toggle switch in so that regardless of what you've elected your character appearance to be if i don't want to see you as a woman i won't i don't want to see you as uh, anything but white i don't have to do that either so oh my <laughs> so interesting no, stuff going on over there. Thing. yeah i mean i i don't see like why i never understand why people get so up in arms because this the same thing happened with um a couple different games first one was a year two years ago when that uh Kingdom Come Deliverance came out. Is that what that game was called, Brooks? I, I think you played a little bit of it. Well, one more time. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. It was yeah, like a yeah. realistic kind of uh, medieval sim. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that game, the creator of it was so insistent to not put people of color in it and didn't want you playing as a woman because a woman wouldn't aspire to be a knight or whatever. And um, And... You know, obviously he got flack for that, but there were so many fans that were like very supportive of that. And then Battlefield Five's coming out, and it had a lady in the trailer, and everybody freaked out because there was going to be a woman in a Battlefield game as a playable character. And it's like it's World War Two, and they weren't, you know, in uh, you yeah. know uh, an active military role where they would be in combat and stuff like that. And so, like again. Who cares? It's a video game. It's like whoever you want to be in the I game. It, there it shouldn't plenty of women matter. in World War II. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, stood up to sure. they saw sure. Nazis ravaging their cities. Yeah. But, and, and, and to be fair, uh, this, this came from a PC Gamer um, article that was published based off of an interview with a dev team. And after that it released and they caused some backlash, they released a tweet and they said, we do not nor have ever had plans to add a toggle to hide other ethnicities or disabled characters that aren't white in Mordhau. Uh, any claims as to the contrary or false um, official statement coming soon. And they released an official statement. So they, they pretty well said that, that they didn't clarify on some things that they should have clarified on yeah. in that interview. But still at that, <laughs> he said something to the like of it. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I I think that's something where it's like backtracking because they realized, oh man, like like and generally that's the case. Like pick a side, and you're gonna probably be better off than trying to hug some middle ground. Yeah, and, and it seems like game. the the fire is really caught uh, on on uh, like the official Mordhau Discord server uh, where gotcha. you know gamers the the players are the ones that are arguing, um, and so try what is it try try turning. Uh, is is kind of getting blamed for its lack of ability to stem what they say is the quote uh, rampant racism and toxicity from its players. Yeah, um, they've had the issues with like chat and game chats. Yeah, yeah, and on its forums as well. Um, so, sure. you know, it's 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 not a good situation for sure. But hopefully, they they still have the time to do the right thing. Yeah, but I, they are going to have to mitigate some some damage control because if they they have screwed the pooch a little bit. Yeah, Whoa. I hope they clean it up because this is this is one of those PC games I'd love to see come to console. 
Um, it's one of the only games really in the last year that I feel has kind of attained a, a margin of that same viral aspect of, as a lot of those battle Royale games um, mm-hmm. where it's, it looks so fun and it's fun to watch um, and it's very skill-based. It's like uh, primarily like a first person melee game um, with a large number of troops kind of battlefield style uh, and you're fighting for control points or whatever the case may be. Um, and the system looks like that kind of perfect balance of like real simple mechanics, but a high skill ceiling to, to aspire to achieve, you know? And um, so I, I hope they fix it. I, I hope they just kind of stand their ground and let players have options and, um, and eventually release the game on Xbox. Cause I'd like to play it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well, speaking uh, of uh, standing your ground, Josh, uh, some rumors have emerged that GTA 6 might take place and return to a city with a uh, famous Stand Your Ground law. Talking about Vice City. <laughs> Are we going back, boys? I was wondering how you were going to tie that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I feel like Vice, yeah. Vice City is a Stand Your Ground. Oh, yeah. Place, For, right? sure. For sure. And I remember blowing police helicopters out of the sky. Yeah. Vice City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, it was. I think it was a video. I didn't see it on that uh, article link you had sent me, Hutton. But I think yeah. I found it on YouTube. And you do the you you're still in some coke. You're taking it back to uh, I forget the the guy's name. He was in the it was in the Vice City there. Uh, but then anyway, you deliver the coke, and uh, it, it it looked like it was going to be there again. Um, but I don't know it it just looked like a made up you know fan fiction sort gotcha. of video to me sure and, that, and that's yeah. what the article was kind of getting to as well but it's not like the, the rumors are it's you know it's, it's going to be based on part of it's going to be based on like the netflix narco show with pablo escobar mm-hmm. which i hope that's true that would be fucking uh, like, yeah it would be pretty cool he did some he did some bad shit but i think it'd be cool yeah yeah, yeah it'd be make for a great game and then <laughs> it, it was yeah then it was vice city again was the, the other part of the rumor yeah, I think yeah, they're talking about jumping between you know Vice City and like a uh, yeah South yeah, American exactly. style Col- yeah doing Columbia missions and then coming back to Vice City and which yeah, I think that cool has mix. such a lineage in like mm-hmm. classic films too, which they tend to make nods to. I mean, the game has done so many oh, nods yeah. to like The Godfather and Scarface and exactly um, Goodfellas and stuff like that. I mean, to that is very much in their lane, and I I always loved Vice City because it felt. Like it actually had like a culture in a vibe, you know, I mean like, and, and GTA five feels that way too. Right? But mm-hmm. I think some of the GTA games feel a little devoid of that, but vice city always felt very vibrant and interesting and was fun to explore. And um, I, I'd love to see him go back to that. I, I'd love to see him go back to a, like more of a period piece too, where it's not, I, I don't know if you really want to call it a period piece. It's not that long ago in the past, but um, in the eighties or early nineties or something, instead of being a contemporary game, I kind of just like, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Designers do with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it'd work well if they, if they, you know, the re- rumors do end up being true and they're doing a narcos oh, yeah. type type thing. Eighties would fit I, well. Oh, that'd be yes. so badass. Yeah. Um, you know, but there, there were a lot of things and, and granted that this is a pretty unreliable leak, but you know, they talked about, yeah. um, one male protagonist again, 
Um, which yeah, yeah. If you want to look they, up the article for anyone listening, it's on Forbes. But yeah, yeah they, they go into the speculation on it all. Yeah, one thing I thought was kind of cool, Kyle, the, where they were talking about using the car as a as a horse, kind of like in yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got a mule. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of just opening up the trunk, pulling out mm-hmm. that machine oh, yeah. gun, walking in and yeah. cleaning up kind of thing. Oh, that'd be yeah, cool. Kind of cool. Pop yeah. back out to it. <laughs> um, but yeah. What would you that'd pull out of your trunk? Are you, you asking me? Yeah, of course. <sighs> Probably um, a list of magazines that they can subscribe to for free <laughs> easy payments. And that's easy. The letters E Z um, three easy payments. Well, tell them how much they are. Josh. Yeah. Come 72 on, 95. What a deal you're getting today, boys and girls. This isn't just one year of newspaper or magazine <laughs> subscriptions. This is three years, three years. You're getting these and you only got to make three easy payments. Yep. The last, new, I, the last magazine salesman of the 80s. How about you, yeah. Kyle? What are you, what are you pulling out of your trunk when GTA 6 drops? Um, probably a dog. <laughs> Your pit bull. You can only contain him in a trunk, though. You can't, you can't sit in a seat. Or a cougar. Yeah, I changed it. Oh, cougar. a cougar. Yeah. A cougar, there you, go. there you go. Don't make me get the cougar out of my trunk. Yeah. Uh, uh. We almost would had you, Pete on us with a pit bull comment, but switch to cougar, you'll be good for a while. I'm would, you pull out, would you pull out a penguin, Brooks? <laughs> no, I don't think no. I would. No, sure? would you pull out? I'd pull I out. I bet you would. Dual dildos, going <laughs> around and start slapping people in the street with them. Uh, that leads. To is there a dual work. purpose for those though, or is there a reason why you'd have those in your trunk at all times? Yep. Uh, my God. I'm not at liberty to go into those details. <laughs> Speaking of things that we pulled out of a trunk, though. Fuck. Goddamn. Pulled a little game out of a trunk this week. Josh, won't you tell him what we found back there? Plugged into the old game station. Yeah. Downloaded uh, this, up this week. This, this came out about a, a week ago. This is Super Blood Hockey. And Super Blood Hockey. I think it might have came out on like the Switch or PC a little bit earlier, but it, it just came out to to Xbox, and um, it's like a pixel art um, retro style hockey game. Um, it's very arcadey. Matches can devolve into fights where it's not just mono a mono, but the entire teams are just beating the shit out of each other. Um, and then it has a franchise mode, and um, I, I would say. Well, it doesn't quite have like the maybe more nuanced mechanics of like a Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey or an NHL hits. It feels very Definitely much not. In, in that lane of just kind of silly arcadey hockey games. What do you think of it, Brooks? I know you played it. That was great. Few matches. Um, I just played the exhibition, so um, you just yeah. jump into the matches. You can customize quite a bit. Um, you know, change your lineup for your players. Different qualifications. I don't. Want, I don't really want to call them. Positions. I mean, you get to pick from like somebody that's good at fighting, somebody that's good at shooting, right. somebody that's good at passing, but defense maybe. Um, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. The mechanic of moving is kind of cool just because you really have to lay into the uh, direction that you want to 
move in when you change directions because you float sure. a little bit on the ice. Um, I think they yeah. did a great job there. I do too. Uh, the controls super easy. Um, you know, on the Xbox Y switches between characters. X shoots, A passes, B beats the piss out of people, and the left stick kind of controls your direction and your shot and pass aim. Uh, so it's it's fairly simple, uh, but super fucking hard. It is <laughs> I, surprisingly I hard. It USA, uh, not just because it is the eve of Fourth of July, but because you know you play as USA, uh, yeah. and I played it against Finland and I got beat six to one. So, not yeah. not super That's easy. My first um, game very very bloody. Uh, some yes. might say super <laughs> bloody. Yeah. Uh, but you can control how excessive you want that pixel blood and gore to be. So, uh, it's like blit, <laughs> blitz meets hockey, huh? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. But in a very <laughs> pixel art format. I thought it was great. You know, after your fights, uh, <laughs> some dudes just lay out there, bleeding, yeah. season up in a pile of blood for a good 30, 40 <laughs> seconds while the game's still going on. Uh, but awesome. no, I think I think it, it's fun. I got bored playing the exhibition pretty quick. Uh, but I think what's really neat about it is it has a pretty extensive franchise mode uh, yeah. where you... Uh, it was kind of stupid how you got your money. Oh, you sell a kidney. You sell, you sell a, kidney, a kidney, yeah. They like shoot with a tranquilizer dart and you wake Real. up on an operating table. Uh. This guy with a saw lays into you and then it's like, okay, we harvested your kidney. That was enough to put a down payment on this. So then you, the your hell? players are like inmates or something. Yeah. It's very dark. <laughs> I feel like really oh. fucked kind of playing it, to be honest. I'm like, I don't, I don't know about this, but... uh it's funny the depth it has because it's like you can manage your player's diet. You can manage what exercises they should do to improve whatever skills. Yeah. You can kind of give them a day to rest. And, you know, it's it's, it's like a franchise mode, like a 2K game or something. Um, yeah. And uh, so you, you kind of train your players and, and pick different ones. And you keep five to play. And, you know, in case people get injured, you have to keep reserves and stuff like that and manage salaries. And like Josh said, training, and then you have a calendar where you go to your games and you play your games. So it seems like um, they, they've provided quite a bit there. So, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty decent little game. I mean, it's, it's a $15 game. Um, and I, I think if you, you like those arcade games, I, I, I would love to see more of those type of games with like, you know, maybe a little more polished graphics and stuff, and a little, a little uh, more precise controls. But um, it certainly is a fun, fun game to mess around on, and and yeah, I think it's pretty neat. Yep, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm pretty sure it has four player co op. Uh, local it does, yeah. So if you're looking for something, you know, burn thirty minutes with a group of friends, uh, I think it it definitely fills that void. Or if you're looking for something that you want to um, you know, get that same feel of managing a team that you would get from like a 2K or a Madden game. Uh, yeah, it can fill that void as well. Definitely more campy than those games, but sure. uh, like I said, I had a lot of fun playing it. Didn't play it for a long time, but played it for a good time. If you're looking at ways to make more cash, that might give you some ideas <laughs> as well. <laughs> Some quick cash. So then let me introduce you to more than Mario shaped ecstasy. Oh, hey, that's <laughs> that it. Only, it only costs fifty bitcoins per pill. 
Is that a lot of Bitcoin, is. Kyle? That's that's way too much. You're okay. never going to sell any. <laughs> okay. Not even one. We'll readjust our pricing model. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> uh, um, let, let's talk a little bit about, you know, we haven't talked much about sports games on this podcast. We've, we've mentioned it a few times on like franchises we'd like to see come back, but I'm curious what you guys will look for in, in sports games or maybe some sports games you've enjoyed in the past. You're now entering the bros. <laughs> Can you like put something in there right, right there, Josh? Um, cool um, yeah, like, like a, <laughs> yeah, a basketball yeah. swoosh. Uh, hand flute. Swoosh. Right there. Yeah. You're in like the bro that. zone. No, I think you go and today on the Bro Zone, we're talking about sports games, my dude. Kyle, what makes a sports game for you? You get on Boob and, physics. Oh wait, yeah, I guess if you like, WNBA or something, I don't know. <laughs> Is there a WNBA? I'm talking about you. Get on game? some 2K and kick your ass out of somebody. Sports game. Yeah, I are, I always enjoy the creative player modes. Oh yeah, yeah, like, I do too. Especially on like the two K, where you can make your you, until you get to the point where you're like walking behind paywalls. But I think it's fun to rise to the ranks. I remember Fight Night Round Three had a heart meter. I thought that was pretty fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved Let's those games. Spunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love those fucking Fight Night games, and and I think that that's like a key part of what makes it and that's the same thing with like the creative player thing is that sense of progression you know on the boxing games it was like okay i'm in this weight class i'm at this rank here's my next fight here's the training i should do or whatever and you start slowly climbing up till you're the champion of that weight class or whatever and that was always fun felt like progress and it wasn't anything you had to commit a huge amount of time to or anything you know it's just a nice game you could play for 15 or 20 minutes or releasing time into either way um and then I, I I enjoyed 2K. I had a I had a month or two where I played a lot of 2K last year. Um, but I, I like Brooks said, I got frustrated just because it, it like hamstrung my player. Like I couldn't win games because my player was so shitty. And it was like, <laughs> you know, if you spend ten dollars, you can get this much V coin to improve your stats. And I'm like, fucking V coin. I forgot about that. What's the ratio of Bitcoin to V coin? I think it's the same ratio. Probably you need a little X coin as, in there. X as, coin? Um, Val yeah. Kilmer's to um, Tom Hardy's. Tom Hardy's, thank you. Yeah, it's the same ratio. Yeah. One Val Kilmer per every 100 Tom Hardy? One, one hundred. No, no, I think it was no, probably no, 10 Tom Hardy's. Other, you think 10 Tom Hardy's are worth one Val Kilmer? I think like 100 Val Kilmer's are worth one Tom Hardy. Now, if we're talking like yeah, nineteen, right. you know, nineteen ninety one, ninety two, well, you know, maybe different story, but you know, yeah, that's just true. Pre two thousands, Val Kilmer. <laughs> what a stupid <laughs> conversation! That's <laughs> we go uh, from sports games. <laughs> yeah, well, how many Whitney Houston's are they worth, huh? Huh? I take one Whitney Houston over all of them. I say. Well, if you're gonna have those guys in the ring, let's add in some Stallones here. Oh goodness gracious! Oh, I can't wait for the new Rambo movie though. I'll pass on Stallone. I'm all about Dolph Lundgren. I'm 100 percent in on Dolph Lundgren. Dolph yeah, Lundgren. I mean Mass Alone, Mass Alone, Josh. Mass Alone. <laughs> Mass alone. <laughs> uh, <goodness laughs> no, but uh, uh, speaking of another thing that that I think makes the sports games fun for me is uh, just not taking yourself too seriously. 
yes. uh, when you're playing them. Yeah, so yeah. some of these more campy ones, I think, can be more fun. Just because, I don't know, I think you inevitably get to that point where if you're playing with like a buddy or something, you're going to want to beat the shit out of them. But yeah, it just, <laughs> those games are, are very competitive if you play them competitively. Right. So if you just play the single player stuff and and play on a you know somewhat casual difficulty, they can be good. They can be a good change of pace. Um, and then if you have the good career and franchise modes in there, uh, you know with actual narratives, I think it it bolsters a better experience. Um, what was the two K game that was everybody loved because it had the Spike Lee story mode? A Spike Lee joint. Seventeen. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, but I you know, it was just seventeen. Yeah. The more avenues you give your player to enjoy that game, right. and I know they cycle them every year, but they're still inherently the same, just with updated content. You know, the the longer it stays relevant, because if you can play, you know, creative player, you can play online, you can play local, you can play franchise, you can, you know, you can even. I'm pretty sure a lot of those games even have like maybe FIFA and, and Madden have just a mode where you don't even play the game; you just manage like the the team um, through different seasons and, and it's more of a money thing than anything else. And so I don't know as long as there's a lot of content there, I think, I think they'll remain popular. And as long as there's that base that wants to play competitively online against each other, it'll be there. Your, your Spike Lee thing makes me think, can we, are we considering racing games here, sports games, or is that kind of just like a separate? No, for sure. For sure. I think that's a good point. I don't know. The, the Forza guys had the top gear, the three top gear British guys on, uh, I think it was Forza four. Oh, that was, that made it a great game. I think they still added them in uh, a couple of later ones as well. I think Forza five right now has, has a couple of them, but I think that was a really good move on their part. Yeah, yeah, and then it was like the the Michael B. Jordan guy or whatever was in the, one of the two K games. He was like, yeah, oh, good move, your sidekick mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think yeah, Michael Michael traded. Jordan's in a lot of the two K games. Oh god, damn it! He's a yeah, a very famous basketball player. Game six when he hit that shot and he had the flu. Michael Jordan, he wrote. Michael B. Jordan. Number 23. Michael B. Jordan, number Carlos. 23. He was great in Apollo or Creed, whatever. <laughs> Love them. Also good in Space Jam. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah, Space Jam. Space Jam. Great movie. Great movie. Wonderful White Sox player. Did he play for the White Sox? Uh, I think Wizards. so. Wizards. He played for the Wizards. Michael no, he Jordan. played for a baseball team. I don't know what baseball team <laughs> Michael Jordan played for. Uh, I'm sure the internet does. Let me take the Astros. No, no, no I'm not going to start guessing here. <laughs> Shots going on around here. I can't tell. <laughs> on vacation, shut up. Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Kyle, you're perfect for Florida, man. You're perfect. Hell yeah. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, but yeah, no. So the sports games, like we we're talking about, if they got Michael Jordan in them, that's what makes them. They could be a great baseball game, or a great basketball game, or a great Space Jam game. Ooh, mm-hmm. there needs mm-hmm. to be a Space Jam game because they're making a Space Jam too, are they not? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah it's, it has. Uh... 
Oh, hell, what's his name? I'm going to get some hate for this. I can't remember his name, though. LeBron uh, Kevin James. Durant will be playing... Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant will Kevin be playing Durant Russell Robbie. Westbrook. But Russell Westbrook <laughs> will be a Golden State Warriors player. Oh, um, no. There's a lot of layers to it. They're going pretty deep with it. Um, All right, well... Basketball I think Michael B. Jordan will make a special appearance. pinnacle yeah. of our sports knowledge. Yeah, yeah LeBron James, in the box. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, LeBron um, James. Yeah, that's right. So. I do think the only thing I'll add on our like what we like in sports games, um, I would love to see more games like NFL Blitz or NHL Hits or you know Road Rash like like the game <laughs> or Road Rash. I do love Road Rash. Bring um, back Road Rash. Let's start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Okay. Done. Did it. That game on the sixty-four, man. That was something. Yeah, else. it was so much fun. Um, but I, I would like to see more of those. I, I always feel like anytime they make a game, like a sports game, really arcadey, they do it in this like really, uh, kid friendly art style. And then they make it too simple and it's not that engaging. And I, I would like to see a return to some of those over the NFL street. And- Sorry, I'm just, I'm just Are we just out. shouting games at each other? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought that's what you wanted me to do. Tecmo Super Bowl. Troy Aikman football for the NES. Yeah, I think it's the Super Nintendo. Miss you, Hunter. <laughs> Miss you, Hunter. If you were here, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, wouldn't. exactly. You would have prevented this oh. derailment. Out. <laughs> you know, four episodes is a lot of episodes to miss. Like, I think Hunter has really resigned himself to being uh, a, a man of the utmost domesticity. Like, he's just, he's painting walls, he's fixing cabinets, he's he might be lawns. He might be. He's lost his edge, I think. I, I, Find out it, next it, week it, on What's in the Box. He's like all those commercials where like, oh, our friend's turning into a dad now after buying this house. Yeah. So it turns yeah. into a dad? Yeah. Yeah, he's turning into his dad now. Our friend's turning into a dad. Oh, he's having a kid, man? That's <laughs> exciting. No, he's buying a fucking house. That's right. He's a real, he's a real goddamn dad, though. Yeah. It works. But now we do. Yeah. We do miss Hunter. Hopefully he'll be on next week. Yeah. Well, we'd like to see him back. Um, It'll be fireworks again, baby. <laughs> Woo! The good ones. Rick, why don't you uh, wrap us up as we wrap up every episode by telling us what's in the box this week? Well, we have another revolution, revolutionary. God, I already fucked up. Revolutionary. Revolutionary yeah. slider for you, Josh. Much like oh. the endowment slider. So it also I... adjusts things in your life. Okay. But this is a security slider. Are you insecure with yourself? Are you insecure walking around and seeing people that don't look like you, act (laughs) like you, or talk like you? Well, you don't have to anymore. Just one touch on our insecurity slider, and everybody turns into a white European male. I hate that you put that idea out there because somebody's going to make an augmented reality app that does exactly this. And it's, <laughs> you just made somebody a millionaire that's a total asshole. <laughs> <laughs>